You're listening to the newest song, Tusk, intro by Cypress Hill, off their newest album, Elephants on Acid, released two years ago in 2018. Trust me when I say this, if you have not listened to this album yet, do so right after this episode. All right. Two weeks ago, I had some news for y'all about being almost divorced. Well, today I can say I'm officially divorced. Cheers. Uh, yeah, I made it exactly 19 years, 360 days being married. Yep, that's correct. My divorce hearing was five days before my 20-year wedding anniversary. You know, that's some serious fucked up shit right there. <laughs> just imagine, just imagine if the courts would have gave me a date on the actual 20-year wedding anniversary. That would have been a whole podcast all by itself, I'm just saying. <laughs> so today, you know, I got some drinks. I'm drinking some uh, Bacardi with uh, a little splash of OJ and pineapple juice. I got some dogs barking in the background for a little ambiance. Yeah, we're ready. We're ready to do another podcast. Now, all right, my last podcast. It absolutely blew up. As of the other day, I had 67 total listens on my internet dating podcast. Hey, 67 to me is hugely nuts. Why? Well, when I started this whole podcast thing, I was expecting about five people on average an episode and some smiles. That's <laughs> seriously, I am fucking stoked. That's all I'm going to say. Now, if you really like that last episode on internet dating, you're sure going to get a kick out of today's episode. All right, so without further ado, I've been keeping this gentleman locked up long enough now and telling him not to talk until I'm ready for him to talk. <laughs> In DK's Amped Mobile DJ Podcast Lounge, today I have the honor of welcoming a two-time sponsor of DK's Amped Podcast, a very longtime friend, the owner of Flags Over Wisconsin, the man who has no equal. The one and the only Jeremiah Logeman, hey. a.k.a. J-Lo. Hey, how are you? I think they're doing good. I hope the listeners are doing good. That was tough. You had to be quiet for like five minutes. Welcome. I can finally talk. Do you feel welcomed? Yes. I'm giving you drinks. I'm giving you all the rest of my Bacardi. The Bacardi is fantastic. It's been a long day, so I needed it. Good. What did, just, you, what did I, you do today? Well, no, before I even say what I did today, I just got to tell you that this place is awesome. I love your studio. And when you asked me for a whole wagon full of barnwood, I thought, what is this guy going to do with it? Does he even own a tool? And I tell you, this place, I love it. I love the color. I love the texture. I love the warmth. Mm -hmm. And when I come down here, I just want to drink some Bacardi, throw some darts, and just chat with my buddy. It's pretty cool, isn't it? So you did a very good job. Thank you. What J-Lo is referencing is my basement that I remodeled in Barnwood that I loaned from J-Lo. So it's on loan. I might have to give it back at some point. I think, no, we traded up. You cut a bucket of nails for me. You're right. So technically, this is officially my Barnwood that I put up in my oh, basement. Oh, you thought you borrowed it the whole time? Oh. Oh, no, no, no. I just, the story was wild. I think when I was a little kid... There was a book called The Indian in the Cupboard, and I think it was this wild story of this little kid 
who had to trade for this thing, who had to get to this other thing, for this other trade, for this other person, this other guy wanted this other thing, and it was like coins and race cars and just stones and all this weird stuff. And this Barnwood is the same story in real life. The, I went to, gosh, who's the tow truck guys? Uh, Schmitz. Schmitz. I went out to Schmitz and I said, hey, your barn's falling over. Do you want me to take it apart for you? And the guy's like, nope, nope, no, nope, we're good. And I said, all right, well, I just want to thank you because I'm a firefighter in Middleton. And I want to thank you for donating cars for us to rip up and burn up and blah, blah, blah. And I just, it's really great training. I just want to thank you for it. He's like, oh, you're a firefighter. Oh, well, here, why don't you just have all the barn wood you want? Yeah, you can have the whole bar. <laughs> and I thought, well, that was a 180 in one minute. Mm -hmm. And by the time the barn came down, I didn't need it. But then you called me and you needed it. And it was this weird exchange of of wood for nails for – and then and a truck borrow because I borrowed your truck. Borrowed my truck. But then he wanted a flag. So I mm -hmm. gave him a flag for the barn wood and I gave you the barn wood for the nails. It was just this crazy – weird and then he found this rock he's he's like oh the thing was four feet across you can see right through it and i'm like this guy's a storyteller mm -hmm. but he said he traded the entire excavation for a whole new building just for this rock that they found digging out the old barn and i'm like whatever man and then he burnt then he burnt the whole rest of the barn down and the next day some guy goes oh i would have i would have bought all that barn from you mm -hmm. and then he's telling me the story and i'm like you're a salvage guy your whole family does nothing but salvage things <laughs> It's a barn instead of a car. Like, this isn't a new concept for you. That whole trade-out reminds me of how NBA does their trades. Because they'll literally have like a five-team deal. Where so-and-so goes to this team, this guy goes to that team, and team five ends up just getting all the cash because they're poor. <laughs> I just had to believe you on that. I've right. basketball since fourth grade. So anyways, to make a long story short, I got some Wanakee Barnwood in my house. Do you yeah. know the story, like how old the barn was? I always keep track. I interview the people that own the property. I try to find the oldest person alive that was attached to the property, and I get the full story. But because I didn't take this barn down, I got you. I didn't do any of the investigation work. You're right. It was down. So yeah, normally, which made it easy for me just to I load up and bring home everything you want to know about the barn. All right, I got you. So today, today, yeah, today was a nutty day. I made some art in the morning. And um, it's my neighbor's daughter's birthday, and she wanted something special, and uh, made some cool art this morning that I've never made before, and I feel good about that. And then I picked up a brand new design. My cheesemaker's design is out officially. It exists today. The cheesemaker's design? Uh, it's cheese varieties, cheesemakers. It's a map of Wisconsin, and all the cheesemakers and where they're at in the state are on the design. And um, I was actually super nervous two weeks ago about even investing in the concept mm -hmm. and two weeks later i'm almost sold out before i even picked it up from the printer i saw your sticker so j-lo showed up with this big old look like a tool case full of <laughs> freaking stickers it was I pretty rad sticker business and i saw the sticker with the cheeses on it and i i'm not even going to be bashful i spent two thousand dollars on stickers in the last three weeks good for you <laughs> and they're the good ones, the kind that actually won't melt in the water if you put them on your snowboard. They can go on your snowboard. They can go on your car. They're vinyl. They're high-end vinyl. It's the same vinyl that the guy – the guy that prints it is uh, EP Graphics out of Mount Horeb, Mount Horeb High School. Local. Proud guy. And 
He print like you go to his Instagram and this these same stickers that I have are the same ones that are on like dump truck doors and and like big delivery trucks and mm-hmm. it's all the same high quality stuff that's gonna last forever and so it's good for water bottles and sticker uh, computers and all kinds of stuff. That's rad. Doesn't your nephew have a sticker business? My nephew hustles stickers. Oh, I heard about this guy. Yeah, so in episode seven, when my nephew, um, my nephew uh, uh, Jackson was telling his story about how he hustles stickers, where he tries to trade up. It's it's no different than baseball cards. back in yeah back in the baseball card days. No different. The Bo Jackson football baseball. Yeah, you don't even know. How many John Elway rookie cards? Oh. So back in the day, I was a huge John Elway fan. I probably had ten John Elway rookie cards. What'd you do with them? That's got to be a fortune. I gave them to fr- I gave them to people. I didn't know. Dude. I have one left, and it has some tape damage on the back. So I'm <laughs> tape. pissed. Tape. Yeah, and all the other great baseball cards I have are from the steroid era. I have like a Roger Clemens rookie card. Ooh, I got a Mark McGuire USA baseball rookie card worth maybe a hundred bucks. Ooh, it was sold for $10,000 before he pleaded the fifth in front of a grand jury. Really? Yeah. Yeah. Whatever. It is what it is. I don't have any $10,000 baseball cards. Well, neither do I anymore. So So anyways, make a long story short. Hang on, hang on. I have... (laughs) I have Ken Griffey Jr.'s 1989 Bowman rookie card. The kind that doesn't fit in any of the cases because it's extra tall. Oh. <laughs> well, if it's rare, it might be worth something. Just like my Gardener's Bread Brewer baseball cards that I still have from the 80s. Mint. Mint. In mint, bread smell condition. <laughs> Mom, you need to buy Gardner's Bread because all I want to do is get all the baseball cards. Honeycomb cereal had baseball cards, and I used to eat the shit out of that just Aww. for the three cards or four cards. Yeah. And I'd trade those. Frank Thomas was in there. I traded that to Paul Kearns in the eighth grade. I had a lot of honeycomb in the eighth grade. Mm hmm. So, anyways, today's episode is rightfully titled Storytime with J Lo. Oh, we've already had two. I'm going, yes. And I'm going to, I'm going to preface this with this. I was on a bicycle ride with Jeremiah back in long time ago. We'd, uh, we were, we're building up to do a hundred mile bike ride because I wanted to, I wanted to do my first century. So we were going to crack out like a 60 mile bike ride. Uh, we hooked up with the Bombay bike crew and, uh, Jeremiah proceeded to tell me a story right when we started. Um, we got a lot of sidetracked, uh, from stories. So just went off the subject a lot. Anyways, we hooked up with another woman that I knew and she was telling a story. Jeremiah was telling both of us a story he was telling. Neither of us, by the way, can remember the story that he was telling, but it was great. So this is a story within a story, I guess. I don't think the whole bike ride is over and I don't know, wasn't even done with the story. You weren't done with the story. So anyways, make a long story short, we got lost because we were hooked up with the 100-mile crew, and we didn't want to do that much. We ended up doing 78 miles. My quads popped. My calves popped. I was cramping up like a motherfucker. Your probably popped. Jeremiah still didn't finish his story. He had to finish it another bike ride. It still might be going on today. It might be going on today. You're right. So, yeah, that's it. You know, what I wanted to do is talk a little bit business before pleasure. I want to talk a little bit more about your business to tell these listeners what you do. So before we do that, I want to read to you how Google defines business before pleasure. 
Because the World Wide Web is never wrong. <laughs> so here's Google's definition. We must take care of our responsibilities before enjoying ourselves. I define it a little differently. I define it as the uh, short hair top on top, long in the back. That's how I define it. You didn't mix this drink, DK. That's what do you mean? Sure. All the Bacardi's on the top. Oh. Well, that's why I, you have two cups. <laughs> right? Thank you. You have an old school PBR. <laughs> Whoa. That is P wow, that's nicer than I thought. Where's that from? Nitty Gritty. Nitty -gritty. Yeah, I think I stole that one from Nitty Gritty. What? The one before is old, old, though. That is from Houdini's in Appleton. High school days. No, I was probably 21 at that time. That's when I started hawking 16-ounce glasses. I got quite a collection. Mom, I hope you're not listening to this, but I'm going to tell a story about stealing things. Good. All right. So anyways, <laughs> tell us about Flags Over Wisconsin. Oh, Give us your pitch. Stealing things. That's what we're talking about? No, we're talking oh. about Flags Over Wisconsin first. Right, Business right. before pleasure. Flags Over Wisconsin. Um, gosh. Like, I think J.J. Watt was Defensive Player of the Year in, what, 2014? 2015? 2014, probably. Something like that. He's been in the league for a while. And the picture that I saw of his trophy for Defensive Player of the Year was on this case in front of this magnificent American flag made out of barnwood. Mm -hmm. And I saw... I, it's almost like I didn't even see this, the trophy. I looked at the flag, and I'm like, oh, man. I need that. Mm -hmm. And I found one online, whoever was selling them, and they were too much money for me at the time. And I thought, well, I'll just have to make it. I can't afford to buy this. And I knocked on farmer's doors, like, tons. If if you if you're a stranger and you knock on a farmer's door, the answer is no. They won't come to the door. They won't answer the door. It doesn't matter what the question is. The answer is no. Mm -hmm. So it took a while, and um, I finally found enough barn wood, red wood, and white wood, and gray wood, and I made my own flag. And um, like any regular person does, they make something and they put it on the wall and they take a picture of it and they put it on Facebook. And I did that, and it was late at night on like a Monday, and I went upstairs and brushed my teeth, and this guy called that I went to college with, and um, he's like, Logan, I need one of those. I'm like, what are you talking about? He's like, that flag. I need one. And this guy, this guy has never called me ever at this point. And I thought, oh, that's weird. He's like, I called, I go, that was five minutes ago. He's like, yeah, I called you because too many people want one already. I'm like, well, it was five minutes ago. He's like, yeah, I need it in three weeks. And um, so I made him one. Anyway, by morning, I had orders for 12 of these things. And I wasn't even in intention of mine. I had a great job. I loved. Anyway, so two months later, it was a full-time job. I never heard that story. Honest really? to God, I never heard that story. Huh. All right. Well, that's that's the origin story. Good. People invent origin stories, but that one was just that's word for word how it happened. You just kind of tripped into it. Two months later, full time job, and I've been working eighty hour weeks ever since. Good. It's wild. Yeah. So sweet. Good. 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 By the way, it's morphed way past flags. Okay. But that's the origin. D 
Do you want to give like your handle, how people can get a hold of you? Um, gosh, it's Flags Over Wisconsin. No matter how, it's, no matter where you're looking. Um, gotcha. Instagram, Flags Over Wisconsin. On Facebook, Flags Over Wisconsin. Website, flagsoverwisconsin.com. Gotcha. And he does a lot of posting. And he also has a pretty badass dog if you want to follow Leo. <laughs> Leo has his own Instagram page. Um, he's also my vice president of sales and marketing and director mm-hmm. of security. Uh, he's Actually, he's probably going to get fired from the security job. He, uh, <laughs> he sucks at that, but he's very good at sales and marketing. Good, 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 good. All right, well, I promised you stories with J-Lo. How do you want to do this, man? Do you, you gave me some story headlines, like names of the stories. Do you want me what? just to – do you want me to say the name of the story and then you kind of go into it? How do you want to do this? I have no idea what you're even talking about. Was I was I at this meeting? No, this yeah, this was at our official planning meeting. Oh, all right. All right. <laughs> all right. Um, you want – what do you want? You want nightmare stories of internet dating? Is that what you want? Yeah, I'll. T- you know what? I want anything that you want. I, w- I internet dating wise, because I promised my listeners that I'd have a, a kind of like a second part to this. All right. Well, your last episode was fantastic. I mean, it well, didn't beat the one with your niece and nephew, but it was pretty good. I agree. The Jillian <laughs> and Jackson one is hands down the best one I ever did. Well, you, you want to know a side story to that? Here's a side story to that. It took two takes because the first take, <laughs> I hit record. I'm like, oh, it's all good. It's recording. We get done. <laughs> I was joking around. I go, oh, my God, it didn't record. Well, come to find out, it actually truly didn't record. <laughs> so we had to do a second take. If I had a dollar for every time, I had to do something twice at work. Oh, my gosh. Gotcha. All right. What's the first story you want to tell? Gosh. First one. First one I can remember. This is a long one. Buckle your, go get a drink. Everyone out there, go mix a drink. This is a long story. <laughs> um, I had a girl tell me once that she had been murdered in Africa, but Jesus brought her back to life and smuggled her back to America <laughs> to marry me. Of course. I'm not even, like, I didn't even make that <laughs> up. Those were her words verbatim. In person? She said this to me in person. She was an artist. She was a photographer. I had purchased one of her photographs at a little craft fair, art fair something. And um, and I guess that's how I met her. It's this. It's a great picture. It's a little tiny picture of bicycles like in Sweden or, I don't know, Netherlands or Denmark or somewhere. It's a great picture. I like bicycles. And um, I considered her a friend. And then one night she just... Said this to me. Oh, I was I was murdered in Africa, brought back to life by Jesus to marry me. I'm like, all right. So I <laughs> I played it down. I'm like, oh, oh hell, whatever I said. Oh shucks, oh, mm-hmm. whatever. You you don't want to be mixed up with me. I'm I'm in a bad place in life, and you don't want it. I don't want to get you mixed up. And she's like, well, what is it? I said, well, and this is back in like. Gosh, 2008, 2009, when the market, like, took a real crash. And at the time, I was a, I was a general con- contractor. I worked for a general contractor, and I was also doing spec homes on the side and using my boss's scheduling and, like, for, for the right pricing and the right scheduling and the right subs and that kind of thing. I was just kind of using his name 
and doing a spec on the side every year on my own. And um, when the market turned, I found out that this latest home that I had done, and again, this is, I think I had it listed for 419, but this is 12 years ago, and I was a 28-year-old kid, and 419 was a pretty, that was a decent home. Mm -hmm. And now I think 419 is kind of an average home in Madison. But um, it was a pretty big deal for me back then. Um, and I was putting in mirrors and closets and like the last final touches of this house. And I found out that my boss hadn't paid for the hole that was dug, hadn't paid for the lot clearing, hadn't paid for the foundation, hadn't paid for the lumber, hadn't paid for the framing, hadn't paid anything. And the house was getting finished and all the money was gone. And... And I, like, I cracked as a person. And I, like, kind of went bonkers. Um, and I would, like, I was very, it was a weird time for me personally. And then this girl says, oh, yeah, brought back to life from the dead to marry you. I'm like, oh, boy. So I tell her the story. I'm like, you don't want to get mixed up. <laughs> and I thought that would do it. And she instantly, she's like, oh, I can solve that. And I'm like, oh. Well, now I'm interested because I need to get out of this problem. <laughs> I own two homes and I, I mean, I, the only thing I've done work-wise, career-wise for 10 years or something is an industry that doesn't even exist in Madison right now. Mm -hmm. So I'm, I'm all ears. And she says, like instantly had a plan. She's like, well, you wouldn't believe it. But when I was a kid, I was obese. I'm like, all right, I'm listening. And she goes, we could take pictures of me now. And pictures of me when I was a kid. And we could sell diet pills on late night infomercials. And I thought, genius. Mm -hmm. Now, mind you, 12 years ago, I went to a lot of church. I was thumping Bibles three nights a week. I was juggling two at a time. And this is, and she's having this conversation with me. In church. Yep. Jayla was an usher in his church. I was an usher. I, <laughs> I folded up all the chairs after <laughs> after the, the church service. Um, and I, I said, you're going to lie to people and swindle their money from them to pay my debts that my boss stole from me. And she's like, yeah. I'm like, well, I don't know if that's the right way to go about this. And she goes, well, we should pray about it. And I thought, hmm, well, in many circumstances, maybe prayer is the best. But I, at, at this juncture, I don't know if we should pray about stealing people's money to pay back something that someone already stole from me. Um, but she's like, no, we should pray. And so we went into the sanctuary, and she's, she's, belt, she's screaming out. This is after a service, and she's screaming out this prayer out loud, which is something I didn't. I wasn't familiar. What is that? Pentecostal when you start screaming stuff out in tongues? Is that Pentecostal? I have no idea. Yeah, I think it is. I, <laughs> the snakes I, and everything? Yeah. <laughs> anyway. Um, she's, and she's dropping, she's screaming F-bombs in the sanctuary to whoa. God. And I'm like, whoa, I didn't know you could do that. That's impressive. Yeah, it was very impressive. And I, I was a little sweaty. I was nervous. This wasn't, this was new to me. Um, and, and so the next thing that happened is we got... Escorted out of the church, which again, also new to me. I've never been kicked out of a church before. Was it because of the swearing? 
It must have been. I don't know. Maybe they're maybe they're locking up for the night. I don't know. Hmm. Who knows? <laughs> anyway, um, is that the end of the story? Um, no. I, so that happened, and a bunch of other nonsense. I was uh, supposed to be um, managing the door at the Momo. Do you remember the Momo? The Cafe Momar? Cafe Momar. My buddy, Eric Rosine, worked there as a bartender for years. <laughs> for years. So that night, I was supposed to go to a, uh, what was the guy's name? Eric Crutchin? No. That's not his name. The guy that wrote the song, Hot Rod Lincoln. Anyway, sure, uh, something like that. The name is phonically similar to what I just said. Uh, he's looking it up. Anyway, I was... That guy was in town that night doing a solo performance at the Momo, and I knew the house manager, and I struck up a deal with her. I said, hey. Commander Cody? No. And his lost planet airman. All right, Google failed me then. Hot Rod Lincoln? The Hot guy Rod that Lincoln. wrote the song Hot Rod Lincoln. Anyway, it's not Commander Cody. Failed me. Google has failed. <laughs> anyway, um... I was going to work the door at this concert in order to get in without paying for the for a seat. And I, I blew it. I missed it. The show was almost over when I walked in, walked in the door. And it was because we were praying F-bombs to, to Jesus. Anyway, so that happened. And then she kind of went berserk. The girl did. And... She would call me like 30 times a night, and then it down was down to like 20 times, and then 10 times, and five times. And after like a month, she quit calling me. And um, I thought, oh, that's cool. She's done calling me all night long. And then one night, I got this call from some other guy, and he said, hey, do you know so and so? I go, yeah. And she's like, he goes, well, she's missing. And we think she's looking for you. I'm like, oh, that's fantastic. That's great news. Thank you for, for calling me. And um, I said, yeah, well, keep me updated on your search. And because uh, they found her car. And I don't know. And I, I don't know if she knew where I lived. I, the Internet, this was the Internet was a lot younger 12 years ago. And I didn't have a website with my address plastered all across it either. Um, Farm Fresh. <laughs> oh, that's right. <laughs> I had a business called Farm Fresh back then. I forgot all about that. Yeah, that's P H A R M P H R E S H dot com. If you wanted to buy your extreme sports paraphernalia, that's where you would have went. Email me at ampedbubbledjservice at gmail dot com, and I will send you a free sticker. Uh, farmfresh.com. Oh, yes. Thousands <laughs> of free stickers for Farmfresh. And I actually still have some merchandise. Um, I forgot all about this business. Uh, I think in the year that I owned that business, I think I sold five shirts, and I think I gave away 65 shirts. Is that a business or is it a hobby? Oh, that was a business. <laughs> that was a business. The, uh, <laughs> the model was I was going to have a... An extreme sports electronic magazine <laughs> yes. that gave news, but then on the side sold T-shirts, mm -hmm. and uh, I put a lot of energy into that. That was the start of Flags Over Wisconsin, folks. 
So someone, I mean, like when I started this business five five plus years ago, I celebrated five years like a few weeks ago. Um, everyone's like, "Oh, I can't believe that that you had like the balls to do this," or like, "Oh, that's so that's so great that you had the confidence." Or I, I I'm a, the words right words are escaping me, but everyone's like, "Oh, that's crazy that you that you can do that." And I'm like, "Well, I've failed at so many businesses that one is bound to actually work." <laughs> Like you can, like, I yeah. think the, what the definition of success is that you get up one more time than the times that, that you've fallen mm-hmm. down. You just found the one that stuck, buddy. Yeah. And the, the thing is, is I tried so like that farm fresh, I tried so hard and it failed. And the other one was, um, gosh, that man's nuts. Grab <laughs> oh yes. Bacon flavored almonds. That was awesome. <laughs> I put so much energy into that and it just, I just couldn't. I just couldn't make it happen. And all like, there's like 30 more. And, and the one that happened actually was an accident. Like it wasn't even, like I didn't even, it wasn't even a thing. I remember being an official sampler of that man's nuts and they were glorious. They were salty, yummy, and glorious. (laughs) Grab them. That man's nuts. Grab Grab them. Grab (laughs) them. Oh, by the way, if you hear a female voice in the background, that is the wonderful, glorious, beautiful Emily. That's my girlfriend, Emily, who's over. She wanted to sit in on today's podcast, so welcome her as well. Oh, she waved. She yeah. waved. She waved to all the, one, all the people in the crowd. <laughs> and then you got a hello. All right. Next story. Hit me up. What you got? So is that... Oh, no. So she's missing. Mm. Sorry, we're still not done. <laughs> crazy, crazy girl is missing, mm-hmm. and um, and then I got a I got a call from that same guy, and he said, "Hey, I want you to know that that we found her." I'm like, "Oh, that's that's a relief." Like, I wasn't scared for my life, but I'm I'm glad I didn't like run into her in, a, in, a, mm-hmm. in a, like a, the dark alley. And um, she's like, "Yeah, she's uh, she got checked into." psychiatric hospital in Oconomowoc. I'm like, oh, that's, uh, that's good. I hope she uh, gets the help that she needs. So then a couple days later, I get another call from another unknown number. Mm-hmm. And at the time, I think I was trying to sell this, uh, this house that was basically stolen. So I had to answer all these unknown numbers, right? So this, another unknown call came in, and it was the hospital, the, the psychiatric hospital. And it was the girl that I hadn't accepted the last 3,000 calls from. And uh, she's like, hey, so, uh, yeah, I'm, I'm getting some help. I'm checked in this hospital. I'm like, oh, that's good. That's good. Sounds like you're uh, making improvements. And she's like, yeah, so my brother's going to come and visit. I'm like, that's cool. That's good to have family support. And she's like, yeah, so uh, you could come with my brother because I know that you guys are friends. And we could make out in the closet. And I'm like... Yeah, well, I'll, I'll, I'll give that some thought, <laughs> and uh, we'll, uh, we'll make a plan. I'll, I'll get a hold of your brother if that works out. Yeah, so that was, I think that was the last time that we spoke. I think I saw her at some picnic like a year later. I, I think it was her. I, I don't know, because I stayed quite a ways away from her, mm-hmm. but uh, I think that's the end of the story. Good. There might be more parts. I, I can't remember. It was a long time ago. Either way, that was a glorious story. My takeaway from that is it's okay to swear in that type of church, whichever it was. Evangelical free. Oh, 
free to say whatever you want. <laughs> yeah, free. And it's, it's free. free. To, free. It's, it's free. free. <laughs> it's free. You're free to uh, to project your your enthusiasm towards Jesus Christ, the Lord, our Savior. <laughs> yeah, that. All right. What do we got next? You want another story? Yes. Uh, so we're only doing psycho stories? We're not doing... Yeah, those are the fun ones. Yeah, they kind of are. Psycho stories from internet dating. All right. I got one. So, gosh, this is also like a 10-year-old story, probably. Um, I think I was brand new to internet dating. I think internet dating was brand new to the world. Oh. At the time, right? I don't know. Internet. How old was the internet? The internet. I got onto the internet. I was introduced to the internet when my buddy told me, hey, type in this really, really long address and you're going to see the Pink Power Ranger nude. And I go, okay. And then three hours later, the picture showed up on my <laughs> computer. It was pretty cool. <laughs> Dial up more. <laughs> <laughs> you get that sound it's like a radar detector on steroids is what it sounded like and you were so excited for this picture that you stood there and i was excited and, yeah i hear you my okay so we're gonna pause the internet dating stories and go to first first internet. so i'm in study hall i'm i don't know maybe a senior in high school junior in high school and the imc guy is that is it Always called IMC. Where is it called? The IMC? library. Where you were from? The I don't library. Know what IMC even means, but it was like this room with all the TVs and VCRs on carts. Oh, that, that was, was the that was the, the media room. Media room. Uh, we called it the IMC. I used to watch snowboard videos my whole senior year in the in study hall in the IMC room with Ziggy. It was fantastic. <laughs> Everyone needs a friend. <laughs> so I got drawn into the IMC uh, and. And it was me and two buddies. And the teacher goes, this is the internet. <laughs> like that's sensual? And there's critics. <laughs> the three of us are like, this okay. Is the internet. <laughs> and, and he goes, all the information in the world is here. And that, like, I'm like, whoa, that's a lot. That is. All of it. <laughs> and, he go, and then he goes, ask it to tell you a joke. And I thought, really, dude? Like, I'm just a kid, but you have all the power in the universe at your fingertips, and you want to hear a joke? I, I, I don't know. That was that was my experience. That was my introduction to the internet. Anyway, I'm sure many of you out there are still using it for jokes and jokes only. Actually, to be honest, I... 80% of the internet's just jokes anyway, right? It pretty much is. Yeah, all right. So, it's just, yeah. So, that's what it is. So, yeah. I get to exactly what the internet is in 1995. Anyway. So, all right. So, I think internet dating sites were fairly new. Or at least they were new to me. I don't know. And this girl hit me up. And she, I don't know. She's like, oh, we should hang out. And, and she didn't really, like, there's nothing really impressive. She was just kind of like, I don't know regular I guess and so I didn't I don't know at the time I thought I should answer I should at least reply to girls because I thought because I didn't like it when they didn't reply to me mm -hmm. so she she's like we should hang out and then I'm like ah, I probably made up some excuse I'm, uh, 
And like a week later, she's like, we should hang out. I'm like, uh. The third time, she's like, we should hang out. And I'm like, all right, it's fine. Whatever. So you you clearly have, you're motivated. You have some, you have some get up and go in you. I like that in a person. I'm like, all right. You asked three times. So I'm like, all right, we can hang out. I got time on Sunday. What do you want to do? And she goes, let's go bowling. And I thought, oh, that's great. I, like, that's something I do every seven years. <laughs> I'm, a, I'm, a, I'm a real solid 120 bowler, probably. Hey, that's better than I usually bowl. Yeah. Anyway. Um, so I'm like, all right. Like, not something I would choose, but whatever. And um, so we go, we, we go to the bowling alley. The, wild, is Wildcat Lane still in place? Is that still open? In is Madison? In Verona. Right? The Verona Wildcats. I have no idea. All right. Well, I'm assuming, I can only assume Verona has a bowling alley. All right. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah. Because there's no other bowling alleys on the west side. But Ten Pin is right there. Ten Pin's right on yeah, the border. Yeah, Ten Pin's only been around for 10 years, yeah? Eight years? I don't know. Ten Pin's pretty new. Okay. Anyway, Wildcat Lanes. So Sunday night, Wildcat Lanes, I think we're the only two customers. I think three people in the building, the bartender <laughs> slash shoe provider guy, me, and this internet date. <laughs> So, and I didn't know, but Sundays was the, Sunday was the deal night. So it was a dollar shoes, dollar games, dollar rails, dollar taps, dollar domestics. I'm like, whoa, this is my kind of place. That's perfect for the internet dater on a budget. Oh, yeah. This was fantastic. <laughs> for the guy that just got, got 380 grand stolen from his best friend slash boss, this is perfect. Yeah. <clears throat> Hang on. This is fantastic Bacardi orange juice pineapple. Oh, God. That orange juice Bacardi. So we're going to take a quick quick pause to, to honor our sponsor, uh, Frozen Orange Juice Pineapple. I can't remember who makes it, but you can get it at Woodman's in your freezer section, and it's really amazing. Okay, continue. That was quite, I, thought, I thought I was sponsoring. Hey, yes, I am sponsoring tonight. Oh, um, it's your third sponsorship then. Yeah, so wasn't there a question? Yeah, a question. Oh, was that, we're going to ask that question for, for serious? Yeah. It was. the qu- Okay. I wrote so, it down. The so trivia the, question. The best answer. Are you going to give the trivia question? No, no, I don't know the trivia question. Okay, so the best answer received via email to, to DK's inbox. We'll get a fantastic prize. I'm not sure what it is yet, but it will be fantastic. I know that. Uh, it would be, be tremendous. It will okay. be. What's the, what's the words? What's the keywords today? Like, Whatever. The, uh, the political. I'm not going to get into political stuff. That reminds me. We should. I should have a keyword, and every time I say it, somebody needs to drink. Yes, that would be very good for this podcast. All right, that's for future. Anyway, I'm giving Sorry. away a fantastic prize <laughs> for the best answer to this question. I was recently told that in a dating website venue, that if I put the words across the photo, ready to have babies, or ready to make mm-hmm. babies... That would be a, I don't know. That would be what a positive. That would be that, that would be a positive. That would get that would get all the. Well, J Lo wants a family. He needs the right traffic. Yes, that'd get the right traffic, just flowing right in, ready ready to make babies. Yes, and I, so I'm, but I'm not sure. I think that's a that's that's a wild one. So, are we wanting my listeners' input? 
I'm ready for well, the best input I get is getting a prize. All right. Do you want to know if it's too direct or you like alternative ways of phrasing it? Yes. I want to know if that's going to be a bad idea or a good idea, and and I need a, I'm going to need a, a solid example of why it's good or why it's bad. And the best answer gets a fantastic prize. There you go. So email me at amped mobile DJ service at gmail.com. At mobile DJ service at gmail.com. Super long address. At mobile DJ at gmail was taken. Wait, are you sure I'm not going to get a naked picture of the pink Power Ranger? Or email. What's your email? Jeremiah at flagsoverwisconsin.com. Yeah, there you go. You can email. (laughs) Spell Jeremiah right. (laughs) Email either one. Pretty much, pretty much if you email us, you're going to get a prize. <laughs> whoa, whoa, whoa. No. We still want some good answers. And we'll pick <laughs> we the will top pick answer. The best. And give you a special prize. All right. So. And the special prize won't be a slap in the face. Ooh, trick. That's a trick prize. Mm-hmm. You get to drink from the water hose. <laughs> All right. Um... So, okay, so dollar drinks, dollar games, dollar shoes, dollar rails, dollar domestics. Pretty good deal. Yeah. Right? So we get our shoes, $1. We get our game, $1. We get a drink each, dollar, dollar. And we bowl. And then she gets another drink. And another drink. And another drink. And another drink. And another, now, granted, these are like those little tiny college cups. Like, yeah. not the Red Solos. Not Red Solo Cup. <laughs> <laughs> Let's have a party. Not like that. Like like little tiny ones. Uh-huh. Like the, the cheesy, flimsy ones that break right away. But it's a dollar. Fill the dice. I get it. Anyway, she's got like... I, dude, it's not exaggeration. I don't exaggerate. I think she had eight drinks during the two games of bowling. And I was very impressed that she, she maintained herself. She carried on a conversation... She didn't bowl any worse at the end of the second game as she did the first, the beginning of the first game. We walked back to her house. We then walked her dog, and she's conversing, and she's walking, and I'm like, all right, impressive. High tolerance. Possibly. <laughs> so we're done walking the dog. We're back in her apartment, and this is where I can't remember because this is like a 10- or 12-year-old story. So... I remember she she's a flight attendant, and she said something about she didn't have anything in her refrigerator. I don't know if I asked for a snack or whatever I said. And but so she's I, I think she showed me her refrigerator, or I wasn't going to be snoopy. I'm not a snoopy guy, but for some reason I remember looking in her refrigerator, and not only was it empty, like you could DK, you could say, "Oh, my refrigerator is empty." I'd be mm-hmm. like, "Yeah, sure." Like there's nothing actually good to eat in your refrigerator. But no, I opened this refrigerator, or she did. I forget which one. And it was just like it was if you walked into Sears at the mall. Okay. It was spotless. Like when the door opened, you could see like a little glimmer, like like shimmered in the commercial, like spotless refrigerator. There was one item, not ketchup, not mustard, not mayonnaise, not one single item, but a half drank plastic cup from some local coffee place. And that was the only item wow. in the sparkling bleach white refrigerator. And I thought, this like this is a little freaky, a little weird, definitely weird. And it wasn't grocery day? 
Um, I don't know if that even factors in. Oh. If there if there was zero items in this, <laughs> that's impressive. I remember meeting these dudes in Mexico and then going to their place. They all played football for Carroll College, and and I while I was in their apartment, their college apartment, for an hour without them being there, and I was hungry. I looked in their refrigerator, and they had ketchup. <laughs> like they had one item in their refrigerator, and it was ketchup. And I'm like, all right, that's weird, because these are like five football players. You think they'd have like something leftovers, like yeah. leftover Chinese. But there's the only thing in there <laughs> was just one half bottle of ketchup. But this is freakier than that. Wow! This is an actual adult. And she didn't even have ketchup. Wow. Not that ketchup is great. Mm-hmm. But most people have ketchup in there. But we're in Wisconsin. You're either going to have ketchup, mayonnaise, or ranch dressing. Ranch. But she really lived there because she had a dog that you walked. She actually lived there because yeah. there was a dog. This wasn't a real house. Mm-hmm. This wasn't some psycho movie. Right. Anyway... <laughs> Um, so she drinks food. So anyway, at this point, I'm in her kitchen alone, and she's talking to me from down the hall of this apartment. It's like a four; it was a fourplex unit thing. And if you're interested, like if you're bored, this is probably five blocks from the Wildcat Lanes if Wildcat still exists. So I mean, Google, mm-hmm. just see what you get. A little fourplex, and um, and she's down the hall and she's saying something and I can't hear her. So I, I decided to follow the voice and I go down towards the voice to where she's talking. And I said, what? And I, I turned and she's, she's taking off her pants mm-hmm. and she falls on her face with her pants around her knees. And I'm like, <laughs> oh, well, I guess those eight drinks have just caught up with this girl. Okay. Embarrassing for her. She seemed to not care. She got up. She like didn't even didn't even like one of those cartoon brush the dust off. It was just Well, nothing hurts plant, when you're that drunk. Face plant gets up like nothing ever happened. And I'm mm-hmm. I'm embarrassed for her. Um and I think Minutes later, she, I think she was just taking off her pants that were too tight, whatever it was. She put on, like, sweatpants. I don't know. Minutes later, we're sitting on her couch, and she's she's holding onto my arm, and she's telling me how all of her friends have kids, and all of her friends are married, and she doesn't like her job, and she hates her life. And, she like, she's saying all this, but she's kind of like, she's fading fading, fading, to, like, like barely audible, and then, like, flatline. Like, she, like, <laughs> done. <laughs> and, and I'm sitting on this couch, and her dog, this dog is this old, it was, like, an 11-year-old husky, and it was pacing the room because its owner is passed out, and there's a stranger next to mm-hmm. his owner, and he's pacing and panting and staring me down. And it's this big, like, almost black, husky, like, wolf-like dog that is not happy right now. The image that came into my mind is the cougar that was attacking the mountain biker that was, like, following it for 30 minutes the other day. And the guy recorded it while he was mountain biking. Crazy. I did not see it, but yes. It would be that. Yeah. I didn't I didn't enjoy it. I didn't like a passed out stranger that hates everything. Um, I didn't like this dog staring down at me 
it was like, and I started sweating and I thought, and I had a moment to myself and I'm like, I'm sweating. I'm not enjoying this. Clearly the dog isn't either. <laughs> I'm going to leave. Mm-hmm. And it, and I left and I went to work the next day. And regular, just regular day, get up, put some clothes on, wash my face, the SSS, go to work, park in the parking lot, open the door to my truck, and bam, there she is, in the parking lot, and she shoves this gas station muffin in my face, and she's like, here, I bought you this muffin for breakfast, and I'm like, ah, what, what on earth are you how did you find this? Where are you? Why did you come here? How do you know about my work? <coughs> Excuse me. And I will like, I'm like, oh, like, I don't usually get scared a whole lot. I'm not a guy that is scared of many things, but this was scary. Like, I'm uh, like, for a second, I'm like, did I tell her where I work? How did she know it? How did she get here? How did she know when I was going to get here? Like, I'm like, oh my gosh, this is not, I'm not eating that muffin. I'm not eating that muffin. At all. I will, I won't even put that in the break room. That will go right to a garbage can. <laughs> I don't even like gas station muffins. Because no one can make poppy seed like my mom anyway. Anyway. Um, that's kind of the end of that story, except like two years later. A girl I was dating, um, I was on vacation, I went on vacation, I went to the, I was in the Caribbean for a week or so, and I got back, and my girlfriend met me, we were all going to have dinner, all the friends that were on this vacation, we were going to come back and like hash out stories, I don't know, I don't know why we are going to be together for a week and then meet the very next day to hash out the week that we just had together, but whatever, that's what we did, we went to Jack's on Monroe, and um, it was basically the entire vacation, and then my girlfriend, and um on the walk into Jack, she goes, hey, I got this call from this person that said, why are you, why are you at my boyfriend's house or something, something weird like that? Like, why are you calling my boyfriend or why are you at my boyfriend's house or something? And, uh, and this girl was, she was pretty smart. She was pretty quick, quick witted. And her answer to this weird question was, I don't know. Why don't you ask him? And she's telling me this was walking down Monroe Street. And I'm like, oh, that's smart, cool. And she said her answer back was, I will, when he gets back from vacation. I'm like, what? <laughs> and the only person this could be is, because it's the, I don't know if I mentioned this at the beginning of the story, she was a flight attendant. Okay. And I think that probably qualified why there wasn't any food in her refrigerator. Because oh. she's never home. She's never home. Mm -hmm. But... A year or two later, randomly, like zero communication for the whole time, ever since the muffin incident, she calls an ex, which is like at her work at a school, at an elementary school. Yeah. Calls her up and says this. I'm like, oh boy. Like I, again, I was a little taken aback. Wow. That's impressive. That's some crazy, I, uh, crazy stuff. I think that's the end. I think that's the end of that story. That's a good story. That's a really good story. And you know, the, Jeremiah shares these stories with me all the time. All the time. However, 
These two stories in particular, never heard them. <laughs> really? Never fucking heard them. <laughs> and probably because, I don't know. I mean, I was always married. We never really, I mean, you. we didn't talk specific dating stories until I got divorced and started dating myself. I, well, I don't know. I, some of my friends, like, I don't know, wait for my stories or they like them. I don't know. I, thought, I figured you knew these. All right. I just didn't know these. And I have a feeling that there's a whole bunch more stories out there. I oh, do. Oh, gosh. I think we've only scratched the surface. How long do we have tonight? Well, I usually, I promised my listeners I would never go over an hour. You said that? I recall. I listened to every episode. That was the very first episode. Never going over an hour. The first episode was like 12 minutes. Who's the guy? The J R E? Who's the who? The Joe Rogan experience? He's like three hours. Oh podcasts. god! But I'm not Joe Rogan, dude. Someday. Joe Rogan's got thousands of dollars worth of equipment. I have a hundred dollars worth of equipment. Only because I made you buy a microphone before I'd come on your show. You did. You did tell me to get a microphone. <laughs> <laughs> and it makes a sound oh so sexy. <laughs> Good. So I'm gonna do this. Since we're pushing an hour. Oh, We're going to make really? this two parts. Oh, boy. We're going to bring you back. Here I thought I had, this is my one shot. No. Eminem, one shot. This is a one shot. Well, you're Eminem getting two shots. All right, I'll take two. Yep, you're like a whole bag of M&Ms. You're probably going to get a lot more <laughs> shots than that. It'll give us another opportunity to pour some drinks. Maybe I, I'll have um, you bring some beverages. It wouldn't take much to get me to come down to your studio and talk to you. There you drink, go. Drink some, drink some drinks with you. Play some darts in your room. I would do this. We could, dude. I don't know. Maybe, maybe this should be the the DK amped plus J Lo show. Could be. I'm just saying. <laughs> just saying. So by the way, J Lo goes. We're gonna drink when we're drink. We're doing your podcast, right? I go. Yeah, we're gonna drink while we do my podcast. I go. I reached down below to see what I had, and I pulled out some Snoop Dogg wine. Snoop Dogg <laughs> wine that I found at Woodman. It's got a picture of Snoop Dogg on it. How can you go wrong? It's to, a cab. To me, when Snoop Dogg has his own wine, I instantly think of Mad Dog 2020. Yeah, but this and is don't wine. Tell me, don't tell me he didn't smoke three blunts and be like, dude, Mad Dog, we should have our own dog wine. Yeah, but that was Mad Dog with one G, not with two G. Oh, Snoop Dogg. Because something tells me if Snoop Dogg partnered with Mad Dogg, they'd add the double G. Just saying. Just saying. So anyways, we're going to do two parts. So anyways, we'll wrap it up. We'll wrap it up. Um, Wow, this was fun. I enjoyed this. I'm glad. I would do this every week for the rest of my life. Good. Good. So you heard you heard it. So definitely send us an email for what you're looking for in terms of uh, uh, any advice that you can give on how J Lo can phrase his profile so he gets um, he gets some ladies that want to have babies, have a family. That's what he's looking for, and we're gonna expand on that next episode. We might even call out the winner on the next episode. I don't know. Oh yeah, let's do it. We'll read out. We'll read out the answer. That's a good song, bro. Yeah, so do this. So here's some quick news. So Atlanta beat L.A. Dodgers to take a 2-0 lead. I'm pulling for Atlanta. My dad's a huge Braves fan because the Braves used to be in Milwaukee, as we all know. Oh, yeah. 
My dad's a big Braves fan. I'll go Braves. I want Braves to go to the World Series and win it all. I want Tampa Bay to go, and they're winning right now. Packers, man. Packers Boom. are 4-0. Awesome. In my opinion, the best team in the NFL. So, hey, cheer on the Packers. Before we go, I told a friend that this song was going to be played on my, what do you call this? An outro? Your outro, your podcast. And I need to, I was told, I had to throw out a little proper for the Regal Find in Middleton. Carla was playing this song when I was in there. And I'm like, whoa, what is this? And she looked it up and she said, this is who, Hannah He. What's her name, Hannah? So this is a song by Hannah Peel. Hannah Peel. Tainted Love. And it's dope. This the chick's cover. cool. Yeah. Check her out. And uh, yeah. check out the Regal Find. For sure. By the way, J-Lo picked all the songs for tonight's intro and outro. And he's going to do that next time, too. Good. Go Packers. Go J-Lo. Go to Farm or uh, Farm Fresh. Go to FarmFresh.com. Go to FlagsOverWisconsin.com. Until next time, I'm out. This was great. Stand in love.